Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. So I woke up this morning, or I should say I went to bed last night um, with it in my head that I'm going fishing today, right? And then when I woke up this morning with my blistering headache, saying, thinking about all the things I got to do today that are due tomorrow, <laughs> I'm like, I can't go fishing today. No. But then I came in this morning and I started working real hard again, <laughs> knocking some things off my list. I always tell my daughter, you can't use the word but. Right. She's like, but dad, no, no mm. but. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm starting to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel here. Cool. So, yeah, welcome to my world. Huh? I'm, I'm feeling work, positive, yeah. Work really hard to make the time to fish. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. That That's the thing. You got to carve it out. And I've been, you know, I've been, my wife has been telling me, she's like, you got to like just carve it out and make it happen. You know, you keep, you know, you're a workaholic. You're going to drive yourself into the ground and all that other kind of stuff. She keeps telling me that. So I'm like, I don't know. Well, that's what our, our good buddies on surreal said. They're like, there's no way you're going to get Dennis fishing. <laughs> We've asked him like a hundred times and he's never, never able to go. Curtis called me yesterday, Oh, he right? did? but I didn't realize yet. Yeah, he I, called me like five minutes ago. Did like, he? he knows we're here. Yeah. <laughs> so he called me and he, he goes, he goes, well, he left a message because I, I didn't see the call come in. And he goes, oh, I love the shirts, blah, blah, blah. And, and good luck fishing with Paul tomorrow. Like He's like said it real slow. And we're like, make sure you go. He kind of like, you know. No, he gave us some of the shirts too. So we got we got some of his shirts. Oh, cool. Yeah, they look cool. You did a good job as usual. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So welcome to Connected by Water. Um, you've been here before. You're no stranger to the program. Um you guys, this is your first time on the show, so hopefully um, you know, you're feeling at home here. So we are Connected by Water, uh, presented by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Oh, you missed yeah. it. <laughs> I did it again. You were getting so good. I've, I've I seen know, you on a couple I, of recent I can't ones. believe I just fumbled that one. So Connected by Water, presented by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And here we are with uh, Paul Robertson and crew, Joey, Kenny, Phil. You got it. Right? There awesome. From, the test. From the uh, <laughs> the fishing for muscular dystrophy on the beautiful Everglades vessel powered by Yamaha. Um, we got a tournament coming up. We do. And uh, we want to talk about that tournament a lot today. Awesome. Cool. We appreciate it. You know, always mm -hmm. thanks. You know, thank you for inviting us to come on. And this whole podcast thing is crazy. Yeah. You've done I. I, I laugh. I think I told you the other night when I saw you, I'm like, you know, I'll like, I'll be at home. I'm down here most of the time and I'll go home and for a day or two and my wife will come home or the kids or whatever. And they'll walk in the living room and there's Dennis's podcast on the TV. And then I'm texting mm -hmm. it to these yeah. guys. I'm like, go to like, 
36.2 and listen to this tip. <laughs> so I think I sent you a picture the other day. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Text me a picture. It, it warmed my heart. You know, a lot of times, like, we put so much time and effort into building this thing. And, you know, hearing the feedback like that really matters and really, really helps us, our morale. It's cool. Here. It's, it's, yeah. it's good for rookies like us because we can learn a few things. <laughs> Well, you know, the cool thing is about the show is, you know, I think we're bringing on a lot of um, quality talent, I guess, is, you know, one way to describe it. You know, we, we got uh, <laughs> not that quality talent. <laughs> the, um, we got, uh, you know, especially with the Tournament Talk edition, which I think has been a really, really good thing with uh, Art, Sap, and, you know, Skip Dana. Um, that's a really, you talk about knowledge that's why i brought that up like they're expelling a lot of knowledge on that show um some things that you know i'm surprised that they share i'm sure they're holding back on a lot of other things but you know there are a lot of things that they're letting loose that i'm kind of surprised about too so yeah i don't know we're proud of the show yeah you know we're liking where it's heading and you know we feel like it's getting some momentum here and this is what episode 40 this is 40 yeah the big 4-0 so this is our over the hill episode sweet yeah that's crazy so so tell me a little bit about yourself over there across the table i uh i grew up in annapolis maryland Mm -hmm. um i've been working with paul this is my fourth season in florida with these guys cool it's it's been a ride yeah (laughs) oh yeah a lot of fun nice um i mean just a learning experience it's my first job on a boat Mm -hmm. and uh I worked at marinas and everything before and fished my whole life. And kind of opportunity presented itself and mm-hmm. took advantage of it. I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I would imagine that, you know, following this guy around um, everywhere you go has got to be kind of like an exciting adventure. It is. I mean, I don't know. I was talking the other night at the um, at the event that you guys held at um, Schutz and Bowen. And down downtown Miami before the boat show, you guys held a promotional event um, to raise awareness, like you always do for muscular dystrophy. Um, they were a gracious host um, there. It was a beautiful, beautiful night. Um, it really was quite the event. Um, we had a great time, and um, but you know, some people were you know talking to me about you and and, and so maybe some of the stuff that we've done and maybe the stuff that we're going to be doing in the future. And I said, you know. I haven't known Paul forever, but you're just infectious. And it's a very, very good thing. You know, it, it's like people just want to be around you. I appreciate you have that it, positive just, energy. Just show up and do your job. That's all I know. we yeah. try and do. Yeah. You, know? you, you haven't known him forever, but you feel like you have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, you know, it speaks obviously to you, but it also speaks to the entire organization because, you know, it all trickles down, you know, from there. It's like. It's, it's a great thing to see, really. And that's why it's – I texted you the other – we were texting, and I said, well, you're an easy team to get behind. You know, and I, and I mean that, and it's true. Um, so, yeah, it's you know, awesome. and, and I also want to broadcast that out to other people, too, just so they know that this is a great organization. Um, so if you're looking for, you know, someone to support or people to support, this is definitely one to follow. Yeah, and we, we always talk to, like, we just came down here four years ago, and we just kind of did our deal. <clears throat> You know, we're not the. We don't want to go out and wave our flag and like you know pump up our chest everywhere. Think we're doing great things. Just go do good things. Be nice to people. You know, make friends. Mm-hmm. Fish hard. You know, we think we fish hard, 
you know, we've hit some singles down here and, you know, trying to hit a double or triple would be nice, but mm-hmm. uh, we talk about that all the time, but it's just, you know, it's fun. I mean, we have a good time, you know, yeah. and, and we're doing some good things and we've met a lot of good people. Yeah. So. We talk about giving a lot on the show and you know what that means and how that makes people feel and how that makes you feel and the whole intrinsic value of that. Um, but I think you really kind of hit the nail on the head right there saying just do good things. You know, make that your life, and just make that just how how you roll. You know, right. you know. And uh, you want to introduce yourself over here to the crowd? Yeah, my name's Kenny, and uh, I've known Paul for mm-hmm. a fair amount of time, dozen years or so. We were neighbors and friends, and our children grew up together, attended school together, played sports together. And that's actually how I met Paul. He was my son's football coach. Oh, really? Yeah. And we'd be on the field, spend a lot of time on the field, getting to know each other, talking about fishing all the time. At the time, we were raising families and kind of stepped back from it. Mm-hmm. And then here we are now. One yeah, thing I know led- how that goes. That's that's kind of the <laughs> mode I'm in right now. <laughs> and one thing led to another. Paul invited me to be part of it. And uh, I responded, but I don't, I don't know how many of these events I can attend. Mm-hmm. I think I've only missed one or two in four years. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I have this, like, ability to just, like, suck them in. Right. <laughs> right. There's no getting away. That's kind of like me today. I'm like, listen, I really can't go fishing today. <laughs> well, but I'm going to go. You'll probably go. I'll probably go. Well, I have some good fortune the way my small company set up and how tolerant my wife is. So that all mm-hmm. that all helps. <clears throat> yeah. No, that, that certainly does help. And, uh, like, I, I was quoted on the MM, the MDA site, the FFMD site, where Paul put this together because people want to do good things mm-hmm. and they want to go fishing. Yep. So you put them together, that's a really good combination. I couldn't very, agree more. Couldn't very agree clever, more. very mm-hmm. productive. <clears throat> awesome. And we got Phil in the corner over here. Doing? Good. You want to say something to the to the to the lovely people in the audience? Yeah? Sure. I met Paul about uh, three years ago, and uh, it was actually by chance that uh, I got put on uh, his boat. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, another one of our team members, uh, had to split people up, and so I got put on Paul's boat, and I've been there ever since. And uh, meeting these guys and Paul putting this team together has been outstanding. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of met a lot of people. Uh, we've done a lot of good for the communities. Uh, it's great to see send all these kids to camp with a with a lot of the things that we do. Uh, that ki- the kids at camp say that that's uh, their best weekend or their best week, I should say. But uh, just hope we can keep on keep it going and and uh, keep up the spirit and keep on giving. So, so I got to tell you a funny story about Phil. <laughs> there you go. Phil, Phil, well, we have a lot of stories about Phil. Phil's easy to do stories with. Somehow he ended up here today instead of tomorrow as he was scheduled. But either way, he walked in. So when when I first met Phil, it was four years ago at the Mid-Atlantic, I think, in a tournament up by us right after the White Marlin Open. And so Phil gets on the boat. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. He's like, yeah, I'm fishing for so-and-so. You know, one of our other guys who couldn't go, he said, hey, I'm going to send this other guy in my spot. You know, you're always like, uh, who's, who's coming on here? So he looks at me and he says, the only thing I w- I've never been to the scales. You know, up at home, you kind of back into the scales. It's a mm-hmm. big deal. You know, here you turn your cards in and all that. So we, long story short, last day of the tournament, what, like 
10 minutes to go, whatever it was, mm-hmm. we catch a 53-pound dolphin. And we get it in the boat, and I look back at Phil. I'm like, you're going to the scales. <laughs> so first time on the boat, he gets to go to the scales, and, and he hasn't left. <laughs> He's been hanging around ever since. So it was kind of fun. And and that was uh first time we met, I think, yeah, that week. Yeah. yeah, so. Very cool. And I like you got your Stronger Together shirt on today. So awesome. Um. So you you mentioned a stat the other night at the um, – at the event. So FFMD has been around for four years. So four, we, to the public, we've been around four years from Mm -hmm. the Jimmy Johnson tournament. So Mm -hmm. we launched our program to the public at the Jimmy Johnson tournament in 2016. Right. So this will be our fifth Jimmy Johnson. Hard to believe, you know, going back thinking of that. And, but, you know, we started 11 months before that was when the whole idea started. And, you know, all the groundwork and everything else. Nobody ever saw any of that because it was really kept under wraps until we rolled into Key Largo to the Big Chill. I think it was the first day the boat got out, was there. We literally brand new put it in the water and fished the tournament. So, yeah. So, wow. yeah, it was pretty nice. Pretty neat. And um, you had mentioned also the other night that to this date, you guys have raised. What, so three, we're, three we're, you know, we always talk, you know, fundraising is like two ways to talk about it. You can talk about your gross and your net. We always talk about like, what do we, what's our total take? You know, because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, when, when you're doing things like we do a boat raffle and, you know, we got some cost with that, hauling it around and traveling all over the place. But, um, and then we have our galas, which are a big fundraising. Obviously you got to pay the hotel, you got to pay the mm-hmm. food bill and all that. But when we talk about gross, we're over 3 million. That's gross. incredible. So that's incredible. And this, and you had mentioned all this, that this all goes to support the kids. Yeah, you so, want to always make it about the kids. So that's what, you know, MDA came to me and said, I have limb girdle muscular dystrophy. That's the type. And they said, mm-hmm. don't you want to do a research grant or a program or engine, you know, cause we, a lot of this money goes back to MDA. Mm-hmm. And, um, I said, no, you know, I, I, I'm about the kids, you know, for me, it's just about the kids when you go to one of the MDA summer camps, it's really infectious mm-hmm. when you go there and you see all these kids. And, you know, I tell a story, I've told it a couple of times when I, first off, MDA summer camp is a program put on by MDA and somewhere between three and 4,000 kids a summer, depending on how many they have sign up, go to camp for a week. Mm-hmm. And that camp is one-to-one counselor ratio. It's about 50 camps or so around the country. Uh, we went to the one in Opopka, Florida, um, a couple of years ago down here. They've got them in you know all different states and whatnot. Not everyone, but a lot. Is of them. that like the one in Florida? <laughs> no, there's. Um, I think there's three or four in Florida. Okay, so in different areas, and so that camp's a week long. And when those kids are at camp, you know it's no expense to the families. So MDA, you know, has a a, a cost factor. It's about two thousand dollars per kid to go to camp for a week is what it costs. You know, it's an ADA facility, mm-hmm. you know, very high staff to, to camper ratio, volunteer camp counselors. My daughter was actually a counselor two years ago. Uh, would have never done it had we not done this. Would have mm-hmm. probably never been exposed to it. Um, and so with that MDA summer camp, that's really kind of what gets my juices flowing. Because when I, like I said, we went in the water in 2016, March, but when I was talking with MDA about putting this together, you know, when we might have had a logo and that was it at that, maybe, probably didn't even have a logo. It was just an idea. Mm-hmm. They brought up camp and I said, well, I don't know anything about it. And I went to my first camp and 
I bet Tiffany, who was in here with me yeah, before. Shout out to Tiffany. Yeah. The handler. <laughs> she's over in the Bahamas. She, she's on the I don't know how this worked. We're working hard. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, but that's where I met her. She was working for MDA. She was the executive director for the D.C. region, Maryland, D.C., Virginia region. And I met her at camp. And now I joke. I'm like, did you ever think that you were going to leave the MDA, come work for FFMD and be on a boat and get a hook stuck in your hand and catch a sailfish? <laughs> you know, so so we, you know, we laugh about that all the time. But that was my first exposure to camp. And, you know, like for me, there's a picture on our Facebook page with a young boy named Sam. And I'm wearing like a red polo shirt and that's not in our colors. But for whatever reason, I just that picture resonates and sticks in my mind. And he was like <laughs> the first kid I met when I started this journey. And you know, he just recently passed away. So like to know that you met one of these campers and then mm-hmm. they've, they've passed away from muscular dystrophy, you know, that's, that's pretty challenging, you know, to, to just think of that. And I remember when I was at that camp a year or two later, you know, I, my gait's kind of goofy and, you know, I used to tell people, I think I've told you that I had athletic injuries when I was mm-hmm. hiding behind the disease and all, but, but I remember walking into like this, I'll never forget it, like up this little, little ramp, little small incline, you know, for wheelchairs to go up. And I walked in and I, and I think I had my cane with me. I'm not even sure. And I walk in and I, and I look down, there's a bunch of kids with, you know, doing arts and crafts and all that. And I said to this one young girl, I said, yeah, hi, how are you? And she said, she said, yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm doing all right. And she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? And I said, well, I have muscular dystrophy just like you. And she looked up at me. She said, well, at least you're still walking. Wow. And like, you just sit there, like, what do you, what do you say? Like, there's nothing you can do. So, so camp's got a big special part in us. And, you know, we do the boat raffle mm-hmm. um, and our, our biggest fundraisers are our gala that we have in, in the Baltimore DC market. So we've done um, 2.1 million in four galas. Um, and that's, that's an <coughs> MDA hosted event that mm-hmm. we facilitate and a hundred percent of those checks get written to the MDA. Right. So they don't flow through our foundation, but we facilitate all of those payments. So when we sell a table for an attendee or we, we auctioned off a, uh, a Corvette this year, um, we've done uh, all kinds of stuff that we've had there. We auction off trips on our boat, but mm-hmm. every single dollar that gets written to that event is written to MDA facilitated by us. So that segues <clears throat> me into what I wanted to just bring up now, you know, we bring on, a few different organizations onto this show. Um, <clears throat> every organization that we bring onto this show, we fully believe in because we know that the money's going to the right place. Um, the people behind it are really doing it for the right reasons. And they have um, maybe inner reasons that they're doing it. And just, it's a believable story. And I can't say that about every organization out there. Um, but you know, the ones that we do bring on this show, I want people to clear on the fact that they're legitimate and the money is all going to the right place and it all, is it all being used for the right, right. reasons? And you right. guys are, you know, I don't want people to ever get the notion that, oh yeah, well they're just raising money and they're fishing all over the place. Someone called me recently and they're like, how do you get somebody to pay for you to do all that? I'm like, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, we've, we've written a lot of checks <laughs> to do our own stuff, but, but really, you know, most of that, like that's our biggest fundraising event is that gala. And, mm-hmm. and that's all, like I said, direct pay to the MDA. And we have some other events that we do that we, we share with them and we've got a, you know, found our foundation too. Obviously, you know, you have to have some expenses in there, but I think, 
I think when I talked to our accountants on our tax form, I think it was 80, 81 cents of every dollar that went through our foundation went to the mission. So 19 cents went to, you know, overhead and, mm -hmm. and, you know, insurance and stuff that you have to have to, right. to operate as and exist as an organization. So, you know, we're not perfect. We're pretty good, you know, at the end of the day, but I know we're making a difference mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And I know what we're doing is definitely, you know, helping, helping those kids. And that's really for me, what it's just been about. It's been about the kids mm -hmm. and, and, um, I don't know. They warm your heart when you meet them. And when we've got so many that we've had relationships with and how many, I mean, you could probably tell stories. People just come up to the boat. And Unbelievable. Every yeah. day it's selfish. Like when I'm doing boat work, there's mm -hmm. somebody coming up asking, what's this FFMD thing? And right. explain the whole backstory. And it kind of blows 90% of the people. They're blown away about the story and they want to figure out how they can, they can donate and make a difference. It's, and how about kids it's life changing. How about people we've met? Like, that have MD or like know some, it's like crazy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so are you able to bring any, any, you know, kids that have you know MD on the boat fishing? You guys ever include them in any trips? <laughs> we took, yeah, we, like that? we took one, we took one kid, a great kid. Lane is his name. And we put his wheelchair on ratchet strapped it all in. And he brought his caretaker. He is a caretaker, brought his caretaker with him. And where we have a mile and a half off ocean city. And yeah. I'm on the back of the boat, like with Lane, and you know, talking to him. He's in the wheelchair and all that. I look up and I see his caretaker coming back over over the rail. Oh he's, no, he's green. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute, you're getting sick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I remember that. One. <laughs> like oh. this trip might be cut uh, short here. <laughs> so yeah, that's but, good stuff. But so and, and, you mentioned the charities too, or, or I mean the charities, the galas, and the raising money, and we got the upcoming tournament happening here. And we're hoping that this is going to be the second year. And we're really hoping this this event grows into, you know, a valuable fundraiser as well. Um, so we're hoping to try to make the strides to make all that happen. You guys are down here fishing basically the sailfish circuit. Um, you got, you know, the Jamie Bunn's circuit and, you know, and then you got the Jimmy Johnson and, is there any other? We did we, the Buck Cup. We did the Buck Cup. And we're going to do the Pelagic Shamrock Tournament. Okay. Um, after the Jimmy Johnson, we're going to mm -hmm. do that one. And then our tournament. And that's about it for I think down that's here. That's the tournaments that we have lined up. Okay. Yeah. And then you guys are. We don't know what we're doing in May yet. May's kind right. of like. I was like, going to say. We don't know where we're going in June. So, okay. like, it's kind of like we got to find something to do in May. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys generally then for the summer you head up back yeah, to we, Maryland yeah, and we transition back to Maryland May okay. June cool yeah um, I want to talk about the tournament because your tournament right there is in the smack dab in the middle of that whole transition thing this is it's like really the start of meat season we call it down here and um, it's a meat tournament muscle classic and um, where's it being held this year so we're doing the uh captain's meeting at 26 degrees again okay so that's on uh thursday the 16th of april mm -hmm. yeah the 16th and then we're doing the weigh-ins again at the um i think it's the 14th street it's at the allsdorf is that what they call that yep. the, 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 the ramp, ramp the ramp right there yeah last year you know it was it was crazy because you know, we talked about doing a tournament forever, and, and we were talking with Trey at Big Dog and, and Katie at Sundance, who's an Everglades dealer. And um, I think we talked about it for, like, six or eight months. Mm -hmm. And then finally, like, 
seven weeks out. It was like, all right, yeah, we're going to do this. And they were like, people were like, you're going to do a tournament in seven weeks? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, we'll figure it out. It was pretty cool. It was good. I mean, we had a good turnout. We had rough weather, so we didn't get a lot of small boats, but like high 20s in the boats, 26, mm-hmm. 28, you know, surreal. Those guys, you know, they're really good friends. We've become great friends with all their whole team. They're just yeah. all of them. Th- that's another group that, that's easy to become friends with. Too. They're just, they're just, we suckered them into dropping about 10,000 gallons of fuel and running to Maryland for the White Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, though, but uh, I know you've talked to them about that, but. But no, them and um, yeah, they want me to go on that one too. So, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So we're, yeah, yeah good trying, time. trying to see if I say yes to all these things. I, I, I'm, I'm like, figuring that can out. I really now. go? Can I really go? <laughs> but but no. So then our tournament will be on that on that uh, Saturday, and then last year we're doing the same thing. We're doing the awards party at Sundance. Mm-hmm. You know, there we work with a lot of the Everglades dealers, and you know when we first did this, Everglades wasn't the boat of choice for for us when we went, and I met with eleven boat companies at the Lauderdale, I kind of walked up cold and said, hi, I have muscular dystrophy. And I made a deal with MDA and I've been boating and fishing and I'd like to talk mm-hmm. to you about buying a boat. It's funny. You know, I felt like a, you know, 20 year old salesman getting rejected. Yeah. Hadn't done that in a long time. And, and, uh, Everglades, we just landed with, and it was really good for what we do because they have a very strong dealer network. So we're involved with a lot of their dealers around mm-hmm. the country. So that helps out too. Cause then when you go to you go to a new town, you kind of already have a home. Mm-hmm. And Sundance down here has been really good, and I don't know if you know Katie or not, but um, yep, yeah, you know she's been really good to help promote and and do different things, you know, for Sundance with us, and and uh, we'll do the party there mm-hmm. afterwards again. So it should be fun. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what it's like to fish with this guy. I know that I know that's a broad statement. Yeah. But. But it- it's fun. I mean, he doesn't put excessive pressure on you. He wants everyone to try their best, which we do. I mm-hmm. mean, we we desperately want to win. Right. Uh, we all have that competitive nature. Uh, so we've had a fair amount of success with that approach. So, you know, it it, it, it makes it fun. It's mm-hmm. mainly not, not a lot of pressure. What tournament was it? You guys said you guys placed pretty well in a recent tournament. Did you? You need like top non-pro boat or something. That was in Jamie's, yeah. Yeah, well, it was funny that, and then, and then the Buck Cup. Too. Buck Cup, yeah, second yeah. on the daily. Yeah, tier one, I think. Yeah, <coughs> we were surprised. We didn't, yeah. know, we didn't know we, we didn't know we won that. I almost spit my food out when I was eating dinner. <laughs> I'm like, did they just call our name. <laughs> With one fish. Yeah, one Not, fish. Yeah, yeah. One fish. <laughs> yeah. So we fished that second day when what a lot fish of was laid. Uh, sailfish. Oh, oh with yeah. one sailfish. Yeah, one right, sailfish. Right. Oh, well, I thought you were talking about like <laughs> no, one fifty no, pound king no, or no. something like that. <clears throat> so when we came down here this year, like I kept, I keep preaching. I preach hit singles a lot. Like let's just keep hitting singles, mm-hmm. get to the podium, and, and we've been to the podium a fair number of times over the last four years. You know, a lot of singles. You know, a lot of little stuff. You know, and then we've had some some big hits too. And you know, I, I guess you could say we probably had a couple of home runs. You know. Not grand slams, but home runs and, so and triple, and so. But you know, I always preach that, like, just let's hit singles and get to the podium. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Phil caught a nice black fin down in in uh, the final sale a couple of years ago, and you know, we got to the podium on that. And if at any given point you want to grab the mic and just you know, please feel free. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so so when we came down here this winter. 
you know, I, and I always make something call it summer, but mm-hmm. this winter, <laughs> you know, it was like, let's just go win a daily. Like, let's make our goal. Let's try and win a daily or let, I don't say, well, let's try and place in a daily. Mm-hmm. That was kind of our goal coming down here. And your goal is always to win everything, but you know, like let, let's set our reach goal. Let's set our, you know, what's our, what's that? So then we didn't expect it would be a one fish. <laughs> Selfish daily. Hey, <laughs> so now we accomplished the goal. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we're, we were very fortunate. We fished two tournaments so far down here, and you know we got to the podium on both with you know small singles, and and you know we got the challenge this weekend. So mm-hmm. might be a challenge with the weather forecast. But yeah, it's been rough out. It, it, it's tournaments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful until the tournament, right? Yeah, right. So, but, um, it's nice today, right? Very nice today. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> you're safe. You Yeah. I don't want my old, my only day off yeah. here to get to be like, you know, but no, the, get my um, butt kicked. the, um, yeah. So we, you know, we, we were fortunate to, to be able, and, and like I always say, it's a, we get recognition then. So to stand up there and just hold, you know, whether it's a 2000, 5000, $10,000 check and you've hit a single with it. To mm-hmm. stand there with our group and to be able to go out online and say, "Hey, you know, we scored a point," you know, is a big thing. And, mm-hmm. You know, we kind of always say, "Oh, well, you know, we're rookies and you know, we don't know what we're doing, and somebody help us." And we've learned a little bit though. So, you know, we came from dead baiting. You know, we're all dead right. baiters from Maryland, not live baiters. Yeah, so. all, all the kites and everything here, and it takes so. a little bit of a learning curve on it. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Yeah. A lot different. You're gonna te- you're gonna teach us today, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for me to teach you anything about fishing. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be like the Keystone Cops out there. <laughs> but no, it's uh, <clears throat> you know we we've been right there a couple of times too, where we thought mm-hmm. we we were gonna get dialed in, and you know it's last. I think Art said on the one of the tournament ones, you know, you can win one of these tournaments in an hour and a half. He said and. Yeah, I think that's what I said. On this podcast, yeah, that's what I said. These guys, I'm like, oh, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, and and and, you know, you could be sitting there and you could be doing really well. And well, my daughter fished with us what in the Buck Cup operation, operation. It was operation, Mm -hmm. and she was on the board. I think she had two or three or whatever, and we put her on the short, and you know, she's just intent looking at it the whole time, and you know, saw the fish, hooked the fish, did a great job, a great job, and. um, and then she got passed over by Sandra and uh, uh, eight eights on, on eight eights, and yeah. So my daughter comes to me. I don't know. A couple of days later, she goes, "What? Why can't I just have all the fish?" And I'm like, "Well, you have to wait and get the pocketbook they have, and then you can get those fish." Yeah, <laughs> because that's their program. This you're 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 invited on ours. <laughs> that's their program, you know. And I've seen yeah. it so many times where guys like Art um, and Skip Dana to where you know it's the last day of a tournament and they might be about five fish behind and all of a sudden you just start seeing them creep up the leaderboard and I was wondering like what is that so whenever yeah. I have them on right you try to pick their brain about that last day there's like that hour and a half that you're talking about all I need is an hour and a half and right. you know those guys are so experienced especially in these waters that it could be like a wind switch not that they see or mathematically calculate but that they just feel and they're like, I felt that before. And when that happened, this is where we go, you know, and like that kind of thing. And this is what we do, or this is how we switch it up. Yeah, and there's so, so many, but you know, some of these are two day tournaments and we talk all the time. So many of the boats, it's really hard to have two good days. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've seen guys go out and 
catch seven the first day and none the next. Yep. Or, you know, vice versa. And it's so, you know, you just got to keep grinding. Yeah. That's it. Chances are you have two decent days in a row. You're going to be, you're going to get right there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And we're still developing as a team because we're all from Maryland. Mm -hmm. All our backgrounds are fishing in Maryland. We've been doing this, you know, four or five years. And that's an added challenge, especially with the competition we're up against down here. Right. Like the gentleman you just mentioned, Skip and them guys. Yeah, it's it's tough fishing, especially mm -hmm. if you look at the like the Jimmy Johnson tournament when they all come out for that one and it's like you're you're really fishing on the best in the best field of (laughs) You know, captains and boats and right. anglers and you know, well, on you, that boundary so big this year, it's like yeah, you throw a dart where you're going to arguably go. the best sail fisherman in the world. Yeah, yeah for <clears throat> sure. And you, you know, you got basically captains who are working as anglers and mates on the boats in that one, and you know, it's 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 a tough one. But you know what? You go out because it's still fishing. Yeah, yeah. you know, and you never know that that they could be looking at you more than the other guy. You know, on any given day. Yeah. And, you know, w- one of the things, too, that a lot of people I don't think realize, and, you know, from my selfish perspective, I'm so thankful for it. You know, we were, you know, you know, jo- Joey's a, a paid mate on the boat and and a great fisherman. And as, like he says, learned, we've all learned a lot in the last, what, four or five years. Yeah. But our whole crew are, are really volunteer friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they pay their way. You know, they fly themselves down here. You know, we, we, we all chip in on lodging, you know, where we're staying. And, um, you know, we chip in to enter the tournament together as a group. You know, everybody's at a little different, you know, what they can afford to do. And mm-hmm. and um, it's just a bunch of guys coming together supporting a good cause. And, I mean, like, I, it's not like we're showing up with a big paid team. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. And, and, and these guys not only like to fish, but they're – I mean, honestly, they're they're really good. They've they are or have become good friends of mine, and you know they put up with Joey and I like yelling, yelling at them. But we do yell a little bit once in a while. So, like I mentioned, fishing with Paul, it's not a lot of pressure. He's you know he tells you do your best, but mm-hmm. it's a little different with Joey in the cockpit. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're the one dropping the he's, hammer. He's huh? a little more, de- <laughs> little more demanding. I've learned how to control myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it comes with age, you know. <laughs> Are you a screamer? No, 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 no. no we, right. we don't, no. we don't scream. Yeah, we, we we've done that a little bit before, like early on, and and but we're not, we're we're no drama. We really have no drama on the boat. Everybody gets along so well. And yeah. I mean, we've lost, you know, I cut off a nice blue marlin in the, what was that? The uh, It was the big fish. The big, big fish, fish classic. classic. Yeah. You know, after five hours, Phil was on it, five hours on a dink rod, about a 400-pound blue marlin, and we tried for five hours to yeah. get it on the port side, and as soon as it went to the starboard, I turned and had a blind spot, and it was gone. And, oh. you know, Brandon, another kid that fishes with us at home, he missed a gaff shot on a tuna. And I remember coming down there, and I just said, "Hey, look, man, don't. It is what it is. I mean, yeah, you know, they're not all meant to be caught. It would be too easy, <laughs> right? You know. And then, but then we came in that same tournament, I think, or the next one, and we caught that 188 pound big eye. Yep, next and, tournament, and, and got on the podium with that. So I mean, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a good group. It's a good group. Yeah. You know? The yeah, only time yeah. I hear him yell is like. And it's, I've been a little better this year, but, you know, down here when your cell phone works, 
you know, a couple of times they'll look up, the kites will be wrapped around the tower or something. <laughs> and they'll look up and they're like, yeah, he's on his phone again. <laughs> but I, I don't think I've been that bad this year with it. <laughs> One thing that Paul preaches that uh, I really appreciate is if you aren't having fun, wash your hands and go home. Because it, you got to... You aren't having fun. It isn't going to be a good vibe on That's the boat. That's why you're out on a boat, right? And it sheds on your other anglers, too. Mm-hmm. If you have one sour angler, it's going to turn the whole team sour. And yeah. that's bad karma. Yep. Bad I've, karma I've fished on fish. plenty of boats like that. Where exactly. Just, you know, where you, I, I fished on one in particular where it was, you know, the owner's son, and he was a teenager and yelling at everybody all day long. And, right. You know, and it's like, first of all, okay, here I am getting yelled at by a kid, <laughs> right, for no reason. We're whatsoever we're gonna, we're gonna yell at him today other than right? yeah other than the fact that he's just excited <laughs> you know and then i've again talked to art and skip about this and those guys are as cool as it gets on the boat mm-hmm. right and you know we were all kind of in agreement that there's no benefit to making an angler like tense or nervous you're gonna miss fish that way you're gonna mess up yeah so there's there's no benefit to it whatsoever just keep it cool and you know i approach the tournament days like uh like another fishing day Mm-hmm. Ready. Yeah. Got to be ready. Nice. Nice. So you're you're born and raised in Maryland? Yes. Yeah? Yep. I, um, these guys really got me into offshore fishing. Mm-hmm. I mainly fished on the bay and fished different tournaments on the Chesapeake Bay. Like stripers and stripers. stuff like that? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> pretty funny story. I One year I was doing really well. Like me and a group of friends of mine we were, on, we were on the podium every single tournament. And uh-huh. Paul was like, hey, you need to come out fishing with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, later on in that year, so that was around November, he reached out to me and was like, would you like to come down to Florida with us? We need a video guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think I said, I, if I remember right, I think I said, because I think you were still doing some part. You had been in school a little bit, right, I'm sure, and right. I'm like, are you going to school this, this, you know, whatever, spring semester or whatever? And he's like, no. And I'm like, you want to go fishing in Florida all winter? Because <laughs> I wasn't going to take him out of school. You know, right, I wasn't going right. to be that. Because I right. knew I knew his answer. Mm-hmm. He um he handed me the video camera for a tournament, and after that tournament, he said, uh, "Put that video camera down. You need a rod in your hand." Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. And after that, I mean, but that video is so important too. Don't it really is? It's very Sometimes important. when people get on on the boat, you know, and Tiffany's one of our video people. We've mm-hmm. taught her. And Phil, you do some of that mm-hmm. too, because you and Mike are usually switching off on the bow and all most of the time. But but people like feel neglected if you put them on the camera. But that's not a neglectful position. At no, all. like mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's funny when we initialized, we were on four cameras. Yeah, I used so to do. Have, I used to do a lot of camera work just because everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, the creative guy, give him the camera." You yeah, know? right, right. We we have two two handhelds, and then Joey wears one on his head, and I wear one on my head upstairs at GoPro. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I'll always like holler down at five minutes to five i'll holler at phil i'm like are you initializing the cameras he's like got it i'm like did you get the date and time got it i'm like mm-hmm. is the chip in got it now they just yell at me they, oh i don't even think they yell they don't even respond <laughs> but i'm always like going through my checklist like all right are the cameras good you know yeah. is this good is that good and and uh but yeah that camera is you know i'll have one call jamie called me last year in one tournament i remember he called me and he said hey i just want to give you a heads up Whoever's on your primary camera zoomed in, and you had a fish that was really, really close. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did it count? And he's like, we were able to count it. He said, but you were like a frame or two away 
from not being able to count it. And he wow. said, just to make sure you're zoomed too out. Zo- yeah, too zoomed in. Yeah. And, yeah and, and I don't know if somebody hit the button or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. you can do that and not even realize it. You know, running around the boat, you know, anglers yeah. running around or whatever. And you know, guys but, like that, guys like Jamie and, and you know, Rick on, on the other tournaments and stuff, like they know what they're looking for. So it's best to just. Yeah, they don't want to DQ you. you. They just want to validate. Yeah, they they know what they're looking at. So so if you get a wide angle, wide view on that, they'll know whether or not you touch that leader. But that's the whole thing is, you know, that camera roll is so important. And Mm -hmm. so many people, I think, when they come on the boat, and, you know, everybody, everybody down here, everybody, you know, wants to come and fish from Maryland. They're like, hey, I'll have to come fish a tournament. Like, you know, some of the guys are really good anglers that we know and have fished a lot, but we have other people that have hardly ever fished and they just want to be part of it. But, Mm You know, you can't just, you don't only get so many shots, you know, yeah. and you got to come pre fish and you got to fun fish. You can't just show up on tournament day. We put a lot, you know, we're going to fish the next five days getting ready or, you know, into the mm-hmm. challenge to be ready. And it's hard to just come in the night before and just say, all right, now I'm here and you haven't caught a sailfish in two years or something, you know, and people want to do that. But yeah, it's tough. It's but. tough. You know, I know me personally, I, I basically stopped tournament fishing. You know, I'm going to, I'll do one here and there. Maybe probably made mostly like meet tournaments and stuff like that. Just because so busy here at the studio and so much going on. I know what it takes to really do the sale fish season right. And I just didn't have the time, you know, because I had to choose the business over tournament fishing um, in the state that it was in. Um, but it does take a lot of dedication and a lot of time and a lot of just you know, feeling the environment and, you know, understanding, you know, the current of how the week is going. And, um, yeah, there's a lot goes into it. Um, that's for sure. And sail fishing is so much different than, you know, the meat season to where, you know, it's such a game of strategy and, you know, I can't tell you how many times I'll call You're Joey keeping your mind about you. I'll you call one of other fish being yeah. caught in different places. And well, I'll yeah, call one of these guys up like, Cause I'm upstairs around the boat. I'll call one of them, usually one. And I'm like, what do you think? And it's funny. Now we kind of have this running thing. Like if we're not getting bit, we'll go up and just talk about it. Cause mm-hmm. then usually, all right, we're going to move. And then boom, we get bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how that happens. I'm like, all right, we're not leaving. <laughs> Such a game so. of patience. And we talked again, we brought up skipping art a thousand times on this podcast, but it's so hard to maintain your own analysis when you're hearing fish being caught in other places. Yeah, because you, know, you start second guessing yourself. And, and you know, our friend friend network, if you want to call it that, down here has grown mm-hmm. so much that you know now we get it's helpful. We get some intel. You know, mm-hmm. the first couple of years you didn't get any. It's like you know, what, what do you think? Well, go mm-hmm. on out and put your kites up. You know, now it's like, hey, you know, they were up at this this line or that line, and you guys been got here yesterday up there. or so and so's down here. We we've gotten that, and and I think we've just earned it by being who we are. Sure. I mean, we didn't. You know, you do earn that. Yeah, that that network. Yeah, you know I mean? and, and, and we're by being in. a good person too. Yeah, and then, and then I think that that you know that's helped us too. You know, we've we've gotten an opportunity to to just make a lot of really good friends, and mm-hmm. they've helped us. I mean, you know, we've had uh, good days and bad days. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> it. Catching fish, so. Def- definitely a part of it. Yeah, but back to back to our tournament because I know that's what we want to focus a little bit of time on today. So sure. Um, so we, like we threw that tournament together. We were talking earlier in like seven weeks last year. This this year we've had a little more time to plan. Um, although we still I still feel like we're behind, but that's normal for us. You know, we're kind of a we, like we also call like ourselves that, right? a fourth quarter team. Like we 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 like to get on the field in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's going to be really cool. We've got a, a, a 
another young fella from Destin who has muscular dystrophy, and we met him at the Mississippi Billfish Classic maybe three years ago, I guess, and had talked to him on Facebook and back and forth and all this stuff. And, and then he came out last year and fished the challenge, I think. It was the Buck Cup. It was, he fished the Buck Cup with us He fished year. the Buck Cup. Yep. Yeah, so he came from Destin and fished with us. And then last year we were talking to him, and I forgot what ha- something happened in, in, in August, or I guess it was late July. I called him, and I said, hey, I was talking to the team, and um, we'd like to do something for you. And he's like, well, you know, what's that? And I said, oh, we were we were in Destin at the, at the rendezvous for Everglades, and we yep. saw him down yep. there. And then I wanted to say something, but I wasn't <laughs> sure, so I left, and we went back to Maryland. And uh, I talked to the team a little bit, and I called. His name's Andrew. I called Andrew and I said, "Hey, uh, the team wants to fly you up for either the White Marlin Open or the Mid Atlantic to fish with us." And he's got muscular dystrophy, so so he came up and he fished, uh, and and he was on his way to be a charter captain himself. And then he has the same muscular dystrophy that I have, the limb and girdle, the limb girdle, and yeah. then it, it took its toll on him where he was unable to to do that full time. But he came up, so um, anyhow, it's pretty cool. He's trailering a boat from Destin with his buddies down here to fish this tournament. Really? Yeah. So that's where I was going with oh, all that. Oh, that's cool. So he's coming from there. And then there's another, we've got a kid named Cooper who we met in Mississippi, uh, who fishes a lot. And we've posted some pictures of him on there. Redhead kid. Um, he's coming with his grandfather, you know, cause we've in our tournament, we just take kids out fun mm-hmm. fish, you know, the one our tournament that we were hosting. So we've got him coming on board and then we've got another girl from, uh, Maryland, who's coming down, and then we're going to have a local South Florida MDA kids. So we'll have three kids on the boat for our tournament, uh, which outstanding. is outstanding. Which is good. We had two, I think. Is that Courtney? Two. Is the girl yeah, Courtney's, Courtney's coming. Courtney's coming down with her dad. Yeah. So, so Courtney's like our one of our. I mean, we have so many fans, but like yeah. a super fan. She yeah. She's at every event. She was an MDA ambassador. I think she was for the whole state of Maryland. She was, and. Uh, and she's just really good. So, so we've talked about getting her out. So, I was talking to her dad, and I said, you know, we'd really like Courtney to go and come to this tournament, and and then we'll have, like I say, a local kid. So we'll have, we'll probably have three kids. And I think last year we had maybe about eight to ten kids at the awards and yeah. the and the uh, captains meeting. We I'd had, say ten. Yeah, ten. Had a gruesome, ten, ten decent kids, group of kids. You know, yeah, that's that great. I bet they get a lot out of that too. It's cool, you know, and, and like we always give them shirts and hats and the whole family, we outfit them. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I get probably 200 families a year reach out to me. Not quite one a day, but maybe one every, I don't know, five a week, something like that. Yeah, it's a lot. Will reach out to me. And um, and uh, it, it's, 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 it's neat. I mean, we send a lot of, like, shirts and hats and mm-hmm. goodwill stuff to people, you know, and and try and get them engaged and, and, and let them know we're thinking about them. And, you know, a lot of times we'll, we'll get them, they'll send us pictures of little fish they caught or whatever. And we'll mm-hmm. post those and put them online too. And, and, uh, uh remember you were catching bass with them at summer camp. Yeah. yeah. So I want to put the good word about the registration for this tournament. So maybe if we can kind of flash something up here on the screen at the moment, um, and also just let people know, um, how to register, um, if you go to, I, I want to say this for the people that are not viewing and just listening. Uh, what's the website that um, people can go to? MDA muscle classic.com. I think. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Right here. Yeah. And you can find and, the full, full and, rules there and registration. Yep, yep, and, you can, you can register there at, at, at that site. Um, 
mdamuscleclassic.com. Right. The uh, captain's meeting is April 16th, and the tournament is being held on April 18th. I know down here um, that is really, like we said before, the start of meet season for us down here. And there's a few other tournaments that people generally do every year. Include this one into your fold of tournaments. Uh, it's a fun day, um, and it really, really goes um, again, we got, to the we best got, We got great, great reception from the people who fished it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I know we had, uh, um, you know, Michelle, uh, Pelagia girl, you know, mm-hmm. bombshell. She, yep. she fished it with, um, I don't know if Kelly was with her. I can't remember one Mark Dario on there. Too? Mark, and Mark, Mark, Mark there. fished yep. it. And, um, and, and they had a really nice time, you know, they came and, you know, we've engaged with them a little bit more, the Pelagic mm-hmm. group and all that since then. And so that, you know, they've approached it and we had the, um, I always get this wrong offshore Pompano. The offshore anglers, offshore anglers. Beach, yep. uh, yeah, I always get their mm-hmm. acronym mixed up, but but they had they had eleven boats in it last year, mm-hmm. and, and Sean has said that he thinks they'll get more. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go to their. I'll be at their meeting March. I think it's the 16th that mm-hmm. Monday, uh, to talk about the tournament to their all their members. Okay. So and, have we mentioned that it's actually in Pompano because you've made all these references to landmarks, but uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah so it's at. 26, 26 degrees, degrees breweries is, is the captains and the award ceremony as well too that's right? at sundance Marine. that's going to be at sundance at sundance okay. again yeah, we have the big tent in the parking lot and okay and uh it'll be there and you know i mean we're, we're hoping this year you know we had i think tw- i think it was 27 or so boats last year mm-hmm. we didn't get a lot of small ones because it, of course tournament it blew and it was rough yeah but um you know, I think I think you know the running thought is we're going to get at least fifty boats this year. That's kind of what we're all hoping for. Yeah, it's a good goal for year so, two. Yeah, I mean, we'd love yeah. to get this up to a hundred boats. Yeah, pretty soon. And and you know, it just depends. I know there's a I know there's a SKA tournament up in Fort Pierce that a couple of the guys mm-hmm. from the Pompano group are in. And you know, Trey at Big Dog has been a huge you know supporter mm-hmm. and promoter of what we're doing along with Sundance, and and that's been really good and. You know he's he's involved in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know his group there, so we've been very fortunate to have him behind what we're doing as well. And it's just fun. It's let your hair down. It's a fun tournament. You yeah, know, that's it. And yeah. the the coolest thing in the world, though, and I think we talked about this the last time Tiffany and I were here, was and you did you meet Isabel the other night? She was at the yes at I the did. event. Mm-hmm. So she drew the two years ago. She drew the. Um, the yep. uh, the winning ticket for the boat raffle at Fort Lauderdale, and last year, um, her family came and they heard about the tournament. They saw it on the MDA South Florida website, and they said, hey, "We'll fish it." You know, and they're not tournament fish. I don't think they've ever fished. They haven't. They've never fished never a tournament. Fished a tournament. And um, so they go out and they fish this tournament. And he calls his buddies and he's like, "Hey, I'm fishing this tournament. You know, is there? Can you guys hop on the boat and help me?" Or, whatever it may be. It's for muscular dystrophy. My daughter has MD, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, they won. Yeah. <laughs> they won the freaking tournament. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like, you got surreal, you got Captain Mark, you got, you know, these guys from the, the Pompano club and, and Eric comes in here and, and wins. The Never tournament. fished a tournament. Never before. fished a tournament. Yeah. And, and, and won. So, so I, I was kidding him because they came to the event in Miami we had. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're defending champ. You got to show up. Yeah. Are they going to fish it again? <laughs> They're going to fish it the again. There you go. He said he's getting the boat all cleaned up this year. Be all cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> so I told him he'll never get ahead. He's he's ahead for the last time. <laughs> yeah, fish. That's it. That's it. Maybe they shouldn't enter this year. <laughs> no, no, we want him there. But 
So we got uh, we got um, first, second, and third place divisions. We got female angler divisions. You got junior youth angler divisions. Um, big dolphin, big king, big fish overall. Fill the huck bucket. Um, small boat. You know, it's a so, pretty pretty good pretty good yeah, chances so to win the, a lot of the, things here. The huck bucket. Surreal won that, didn't they? I think they, they did. did last they year. So, did. so the Huck Bucket was was kind of born out of a Calcutta from the Chesapeake Bay mm-hmm. that a friend of ours did in a, in a rockfish tournament where he would fill the bucket with as many fish as, as you could and then weigh the bucket. And Joe, who owns Huck Bucket, um, I don't know if you've seen their buckets. They've mm-hmm. been getting more. Yep, they've no, been no, doing Joe. more and yep. more and um, and so forth and uh, out in the tournaments. And, and he's from Maryland, right outside Ocean oh, City. Oh, is he? So I didn't know that's that. where we met him. And so we came up with this idea to do fill the huck bucket. So basically it's, you know, you bring in as many qualifying fish, you know, so, you know, uh, blackfin, king, dolphin, Oahu, and cobia. Those are mm-hmm. the five fish. And however you put them in the bucket with no assistance, then we weigh the bucket. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. People were getting, you know, jazzed and they were excited because, you know, first people come and they just stuff their fish in. Right. And then other people come in and then they're putting them like crisscross and then they're putting them tail first. They're putting them head first. They're, you know, some are that way, some are the other way. Right. And, like and, then, this and, this. and then it's the heaviest bucket wins. And uh, I think Surreal came in and they started, they, they put them all tail up or. And then they started stacking like in between them, crisscross. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, "Well, that that's not in the bucket." It's like, "Hey, it's on the bucket, <laughs> right? It's all in the bucket." So, but but that was kind of the, a really fun, engaging. Like a lot of people hung around. Mm-hmm. Like the sheriff came down and he's like, "You guys are like triple wide up against the dock mm-hmm. tied or the, the bulkhead tied up here." Yeah, and everybody was hanging out watching people wait. So it's just kind of a fun Calcutta. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it's a good party, good time. We, I think we raised the small boat. Is it twenty eight feet? Because we're trying to get we're trying to get some of these family boats because we want to make this a family thing too. You know, I broke my glasses at the boat show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that's 20, right. Now. I think it was twenty six feet. Read any of this this year it's twenty eight and under. So we're trying. Okay, to, I think it's twenty eight. So we're trying to encourage some people with small boats to have an opportunity to get in a little category themselves. And and I, I think Jamie kind of does that with a challenge too. Mm-hmm. You know, like and of course it's going to be such big seas and weather this weekend. Maybe that he might not get a lot of those. But it's nice to have a category where people can come and not feel threatened by the right, you know, the guys that are fishing tournaments every weekend. Well, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, that if you're not having fun, you might as well just wash your hands and go home. I mean, come out and have a good time. Yeah. It really, ultimately, it's, it's a great day, you know, and um, a, lot, a lot of nice family boats are involved and a lot of everyone out there is really just there to have a good time. I mean, and, you know, yeah, sure, it's all for a great cause and, you know, raising money and raising awareness and, you know, you can get behind that and feel good about your day and, you know, say, Hey, we came out, we had a good time. We supported, um, you know, FFMD and the MDA and, um, and it's all good really, you know, yeah. and I think that's the way people got to look at it, you know, come out and support the organization, have a great day fishing. Yep. Yep. You know, and we're just, but we're building the brand. I mean, that's, I always say there's two things we try and do and that's increase awareness for muscular mm-hmm. dystrophy and, and ultimately raise funds to help those affected with neuromuscular disease. Right. I mean, that's that's the two, you know, that's the two scoring points when it comes to the mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and now obviously we want to win too. So yeah, <laughs> like like Kenny no said, doubt. I mean, we're all very competitive. I mean, mm-hmm. we're believe me, you know, it, it gets a little quiet towards that last hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like, we should have gone here, we should, you know, but but nobody really it's fishing. Nobody really second guesses. I mean, we all we're all there together, and it's good. It's yeah, good stuff. Right. 
It's not a day in the office, that's for sure. So, but yeah, there's um, there's some cool pictures on there of you know last year and there's stuff on Facebook and well, mm-hmm. you did the shirts. We're wearing the yep. shirts. So. Yep. We always so, designed the shirts. Yeah. We designed all your artwork for that tournament. Yeah. We're proud to do so. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. It all and uh, it's awesome. You know, we're, you know, and that's all part of the brand, and that's all part of supporting the organization. And we're proud to support you guys for sure. I mean, we love bringing you guys on the show, um, to try to promote the event. Um, you know, we just love being friends with you guys. You guys are easy to be friends with. And then, um, you know, and we're, we're proud to, you know, help you out with the artwork and make you guys try to make you guys look good. Yeah. You know, build a good brand for the tournament. And then, you know, hopefully people come out and support it and, you know. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be fun. And, and, you know, I tell you the cat, it was funny cause like Jamie came to the captain's meeting and, mm-hmm. and I called, I think I called Jamie. Yeah. I called Jamie when we were first doing this and I said, Hey, look, you know, and, and everybody's been so good to us. You know, I mean, the Jimmy Johnson guys or, you know, Valerie and Todd and, and, you know, Courtney at the Buck Cup, this was our second year doing that. And she's been great. And, you know, Jamie, we've done now, what, 15 tournaments or maybe more, something more like that, that with him. And I'm like, I don't want these guys to think we're trying to get into their space. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about that. So, you know, I called Jamie and, and I said, hey, you know, we're going to do this tournament. I'm not trying to come down there and, like, get into what you're doing. I don't want you to think that. And he was super positive, really receptive, actually announced uh, our tournament at, mm-hmm. at his at his tournament. Um, maybe there's a final sale. I can't remember one of them, wherever it was. And um, so he came to the captain's meeting, mm-hmm. which was cool. You know, he came and, and Mandy came and, and he said, I just want to stop by and support you and, you know, all this, you know, say hi and, so then he left. And then 20 minutes later, I saw him come back. I'm like, what are you doing? I thought you left. He's like, I can't leave. This is like a really good time. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And then literally he left again and he came back again. <laughs> and I think he was one of the last ones there. So, so it was a fun, you know, I love hearing that. Um, that's truly really what the connected by water spirit is all about. Or if there is such a thing, you know, or the whole theory behind it. Um, and this whole tournament and you guys coming down to Florida and just maybe, feeling like you've been embraced by that community and, you know, and that I feel the community totally embraces you guys. Yeah, it definitely um, helps. You know, and it's, that's what connected by water to me is all about. You know, we're bringing ourselves together um, in the common bond that we all have this passion for being on the water, uh, whether it be fishing or just being around the whole marina environment or just the beach environment and that entire community and, you know, the people and the culture behind it all, and, you know, the FFMD definitely falls, you know, within, you know, that connected by water spirit, that connected by water theory and ideal, because that's really what it's all about. And when we renamed it connected by water, it was with that mindset. Now a community can pull together and share that common bond that transcends politics or race or religion or whatever like that. It just really just kind of washes everything away and says, this is what's bringing us together. And it feels good because we all love it. Yeah, no, it's good. You've done a great job with it. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, I, mean, so. I just, you know, thank you. Um, but, you know, I didn't, you know, bring it up for, for, to, for that. But, you know, yeah, I, no, I, just, but, I just wanted to just is. say this is, this is one of the reasons why I, I love your organization so much because it completely falls in that fold, you know, and it's a perfect example of, you know, one of our goals on the show. One of our goals, of our goals as a company is just that, you know, in a nutshell. So I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to yeah. have fun. 
Good to be here, definitely. So I want to give some shout-outs to some of your sponsors, um, primarily Everglades Boats. And, you know, I wore my Yamaha shirt today to support for Yamaha. Uh, I know um, all the guys at Yamaha really do you right, and especially Brad. Brad's great. Um, You know, which we love Brad on this show. Brad's a good friend. He's a friend of the I program. Wa- well, I, wa- you know, I watched him with uh, Craig on your podcast. I watched yeah. that one too. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, Craig was going to come to our event. I didn't. I don't think I saw him there though. I don't think so. He wasn't at the event. He was at the boat show. But yeah. I know I saw, I saw Craig at the boat show, and he's like, oh, "I'm so tired. Yeah. Yeah, he works so hard. He does so many events. Right. He's, he's so many days away from his family. Right. You know, Brad too. So many days away from his family because they're all traveling run, all over. They the place. run really hard. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, it's really really tough. Yeah, you know. But the, at the end of the day, the guys like that, um, they stay grounded in in the fact of they're always got their head in the right place. Um, you know, with the support that they give, you know, the yeah. organizations like this and the organizations. And, and like Everglades has been so good too. You know, they don't. You know, there's a. They're not really a a tournament driven market that's not their market they really push hard on okay you know they're more of like the crossover luxury fishing you know mm-hmm. um not to say the other boats aren't luxury i don't mean it that way but that's kind of like where they go whereas a lot of these other center console you know they're really pushing hard hardcore fishermen mm-hmm. for lack of a better word and everglades has been like i said so good to us and we love the boat i mean the boat rides unbelievably well Mm-hmm. And you know, takes the seas. We're on our second one right now, and you know, excited for. It's uh, a great boat. Excited for something that might be uh, coming down the road. So we'll yeah. have to pull the curtain back again another time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and uh, David Brown, their their head engineer, the other day, he's like, "I got something in the works for you." So I heard something about maybe an elevator to help me get up. You know, really. So, Instead of uh, up to the tower, yeah, I'm a sho- I'm a shoulder and a bucket and a huck bucket, a yeah. huck bucket and a shoulder and a, a push and a shove and a lift and a <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, because I you know I mostly go up there most of the time, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. every tournament, my, my other office and you know very seldom am I not, you know, there's a couple of days I was like ah, I don't know I'm a little black and blue, <laughs> like, yeah, but but for the most part you know up there and what was the one that we just got rained on so bad. Um, that was, I think we were fun fishing. Oh, were we? Yeah. <laughs> I was just, just pushing to go up and I was like, man, it's pouring down rain. Yeah, you no. want to suit up? Not yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but these guys are great, you know, and, and Ever, Everglades has been just fan. We, we, we joke how, like when we travel north and south, we always stop by the factory. And I think Kenny, you said it's like they have a SWAT team that just gets on the boat. We're not even like in park in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the, the facility there off 95 and they've got people in the boat and, you know, changing pumps and you know, just making sure that everything's right. And we're really their only pro staff. If you want to think of it that way, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, we're the only, you know, they, they build over 300 boats a year and we're the only ones that they do any kind of promotion with. So it's, it's kind of cool to be the only guy too, yeah. but it puts the, the microscope on you a lot harder as well. And, you know that old saying. I always tell them, if we're not doing something you like, you got to raise your hand because mm-hmm. you know we don't know. And I and I always tell that there's not a decision. I tell this to Everglades. We think about all of our sponsors and our decision making process of things that we do, but there's not a decision that we make or you know that I go through and I evaluate that doesn't take into account the MDA and Everglades. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, like Yamaha's. You know, we think about them too, but that may be ninety 
nine percent, you know, but every single thing, like, what is this going to look like for them? How is it right. going to, you know, how is it going to impact them? Positive and negative? Is this good? Is this bad? You know, you're going to make a post and you're like, I don't know if I should post this or not. Then right. don't do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, just when you think like, should it's like I driving, when in doubt, don't. Exactly. If you're about exactly. to go. Yeah. If you're but, doubting it at all, just stay put. And then their dealer network, you know, like I said, you know, they, they have a strong dealer network in Florida, but mm -hmm. they've got dealers elsewhere and, yeah. you know, in, in, in Maryland and, you know, the Carolinas and the Yeah, Gulf you got to be a responsible steward for your sponsors. I mean, there's there's no doubt, especially the ones that support you the most. You know what I mean? And, and I can relate to it because Joey Cardi really sponsors, you know, presents this show and really helps us out a lot. Um, and, you know, anything we've ever needed or wanted from him, it's, he's always been there. Um, but you want to reciprocate that too. So we always try to tr communicate with him too. Like, hey, listen, if there's something that we're not saying or doing, you, know, you got to let me right. know. I mean, because we're here for you. You know, the, we the one thing the I tell, and, and I just had a call the other day from a, another team that's trying to figure out how to get some sponsorships and all that. And one of the things that, that I tell people is don't focus on like the, the, the stuff or the money or anything else. Just focus on like, what do they want? And that would be kind of one of my, my, I think I'm getting ready to write a book, by the way. I don't know if I told these guys. <laughs> really? That. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready. I actually just got published in one book for a chapter, and now I'm, my son was like, Dad, you think you got all this? You should write a book. I'm like, Was it like a motivational book? or? Yeah, it was a book about business. So, okay. And I talk about FFMD in the in the chapter. It's called Finding Your Edge, the book now. But but um, but I have a lot of, like, sayings or what's the word? Um, slogans or mm -hmm euphemisms or whatever it is that, that I believe in, that I take back a lot to business a lot. And that's what a lot of people don't know about me is, you know, I've got a 26 or seven year old business that is a very mature business that I turned over to my employees to run that, to allow me to do this. And they've been fantastic. But, um, I think that, that I was talking to this guy about sponsorships. Like the biggest thing is don't focus on like the end game focus on like what's good for the two parties like what do you need help with this is what we need you know how can i help you if it's build your brand or if you want to get into a new market or you want to you know geography wise you know be over here focus on that everything else will fix it you know take care of itself mm -hmm. like don't like a lot of people come well what's the menu you know do you have a gold? Do you have a bronze? You know, and it's like, that's kind of where you usually start when you think about a business. It's like you put these tiers together and kind of got away from that. It's more now, you know, like Yamaha, you know, is a big promoter with us on our raffle boat, mm -hmm. you know, and we didn't even know we were going to do a raffle boat. Now we've given away three boats and we've raised over $750,000 selling tickets on three raffle boats and we're getting ready that's to great. do a fourth one. And, you know, Everglades gets a Where's lot. Where's the fourth of, one getting... You guys didn't raffle off one at the Miami show, did you? We did it at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. Fort Lauderdale. I think we're going to do it at our gala in November this year. Okay. Um, well, it might be December. So Tiffany has like four dates for the gala, and she keeps pressing me on them. Okay. I'm like, I will talk about that tomorrow. She's like, you don't understand. Like, we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we might do our gala December 4th. And last year we did a Cirque theme where we had like Cirque du Soleil performers and before that we had done like athletes and matched athletes with kids and, and, uh, it was pretty cool. People were pretty jazzed about it and, and all the decor that we had and the performers. And so now we might do a big winter wonderland theme up in Maryland and oh, like, cool. like Curtis and Mark on surreal came last year. And yeah. Um, yeah, I know we couldn't make it last year. We had something yeah. else going on. We definitely want to make it's, it this year. It's really cool. We had about 400 people. I mean, you guys, I like when you draw for the raffle at the gala, it's a, 
much bigger audience. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> yeah. We just, one year somebody will win it at the gal. <laughs> you know, we've given away three boats. You know, and when you do a boat raffle, and, and you've seen this stuff, you get social media haters, and mm, I, I stopped yeah. even, like, I used to engage with them so, and try and justify myself. Social media is such myself. a tough thing. And they're like, these things are always fixed. Well, we have three guys that won the boat. Never knew any of them. Mm-hmm. I think one of the dealers knew one, the guy, uh, Arthur, in um, right New Orleans. I think it was yep. in New Orleans. Yep. And, um, but it's funny, like, like a lot of our people that we know support us and buy raffle tickets. One day, somebody we know is going to win. <laughs> it's probably inevitable, but I will say this. I mean, that doesn't benefit you at all. No, no. You know what I mean? If no. anything, it wouldn't, like, it yeah. would, it, perception right. would hurt you. Yeah. So you right know? now we, it's have, we have three, yeah, three winners. And, well, just like Jamie used to raffle a boat off, and he knew mm-hmm. a bunch of people that bought tickets. You know, I talked with him a little bit when, when he used to raffle off a boat as well. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, for us, it's, um, I don't know, I think we had aspirations we were going to do more inshore fishing with it, and we did the first right. year. Yep. And I think last year we put, like, three hours on it for like four photo shoots. And that was it. That was it. (laughs) So, but that's where, you know, what I'm rambling, I know, but when we, when we started, you're on a podcast, (laughs) these guys can jump in and take over. It's all good. When we, when we started, feel free to interrupt them. When we started this whole thing, we wanted to do, find someone with muscular dystrophy who was passionate about bass fishing Mm -hmm. and do a, uh, do a, um, freshwater bass team, FFMD team, and then have an inshore team and have somebody that, that did that as well. Right. And you lost your headset there. Yeah, I did. We probably, we're back. We probably went, went in free school when we should. <laughs> <or something. Yeah. laughs> but that's exactly what happened. We're in free school. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, and then, and then the whole idea was to do an inshore team, you know, and, and fish like, you know, like the, we were going to do the, the tarpon tournament over at Boca Grande and, mm-hmm and some of the redfish stuff up on the Gulf. And and that's kind of how that raffle boat really started. It was like, hey, why don't we build an inshore boat and raffle it off? And it was kind of a joint thing with us in Everglades. And the idea was we were going to go do all these tournaments. Well, we didn't realize how busy we really were. And then we never found that inshore person to go do that, you know, that had muscular dystrophy. But then it just kind of turned into the raffle. And, right. Yeah. So you're driving the little inshore boat around? What's that? You were talking about before you were driving around in a little inshore boat or for like what? Photo shoots and just photo we shoots. We took it up. You in guys Everglades never really got the, fish on it. We took it in Everglades, fished a flamingo and yeah. a little backcountry. But it, how do you like fishing flamingo? I've only done it as, two as or three a times. inshore bay guy to, that starts out. How does that compare with? That's you? not my forte. I like going to inlets and bridges, and okay. swinging jigs. That's, gotcha. I um don't get me wrong, it's fun. I love all types of fishing, but yeah, um, snook, I like snook master. Yeah, Joey right? does. Yeah. Snook Joey does very well. Snook love and tarpon, it. huh? Love it. You got a lot of stuff. Caught a lot of snook down there in, in Flamingo. It's a, it's a little yeah. bit different of an environment. It's a lot different. So, You're throwing live live shrimp and small on small jig heads and a lot smaller. Yeah. But I uh, you get me up in the inlets oh, around this, here. That's funny. Snookmaster. This, this this guy over here in the corner has got the same nickname that I give him. Oh, uh, yeah. No he hates when I say that. Yeah. So, so Joey, Joey. Joey logs like 200 fish a year. Big snook and tarpon oh, yeah? off yeah. the bridges and jetties. And so you're getting to do a lot of that fishing down here? Yes. That's it. When I'm down here. Why don't you tell me about your schedule down here? Yeah. <laughs> tell me. So <laughs> when we're in the Keys, um, the years before we would, this time of year would be in the Keys. And... Mm-hmm. The tarpon 
fishery down there is unbelievable. Yep. And sure most is. people don't realize it. And I That's would, a good thing. I would get <laughs> off the boat around four, make sure everything's clean, fill myself up with some food, take a shower, and go fish till three a.m. Mm-hmm. Go to bed, wake up, get on the boat, go fish, hop off, go back out at night. Sailfish during sailfish during the day. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to make a new rule. What was so the new, what was the new the rule? rule Jim? The rule is uh, when it's tournament time, right. I got to get my sleep. <laughs> but that's a good rule. I uh, I love it. It's I mean, a fair rule up here. This year it's a little bit different. We're up here, so I get focused on snook, mm-hmm. and I love snook fishing. I mean, the fishery is unbelievable. I catch myself going a lot later than what I should be. Aren't well, you? you guys are staying up in the Singer Island area. Correct? Yeah, we're good snook fishing up that way. I uh, I tend to drive. Well, I'll fish in a, about a 70-mile radius. Mm-hmm. So I'm sometimes I'm up in Sebastian Inlet, Yep. and sometimes I'm at Port Everglades. Mm-hmm. It's wherever I can find a bite. A lot of times so so I just want to know who has the biggest snook this year. Um, so I had a guest fly in a this guest. past weekend. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend. I suspect you know the answer. <laughs> yeah, the answer. <laughs> my girlfriend flew in. Never. I just wanted to admit this all air. <laughs> never seen a snook in her life. Never caught one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're fishing a bridge that I love to stop by. And it. Uh, she got bit. Started screaming my name, and I went up, got the fish on the surface, and it was one of the biggest snook I've ever that seen. That is a nice-looking snook. We're going we're gonna, <laughs> um, to – there it is right there. We're going to flash that up there. It's a 43-inch. Sure gets that photo. That's a 43-inch snook on a jig, um, and she never snook fish. Started life. screaming your name, huh? Scream my name. I walked up, and I looked down, and I, I started oh, tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I looked down, and I – um. My knees got weak. <laughs> I had to drop net it, and that was a whole fiasco. Wow. Off the bridge. But uh, I brought it up, and I looked at her, and I said, well, you might as well wash your hands and go sit in the truck because right. uh, you ain't going to break that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've been fishing a couple so of years. Right on the ground. I'm like, yeah. I've been coming four, out here four, four, four years. Four years. <laughs> girlfriend's got to come down here and beat him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First but, night. <laughs> you know, it's it's all good. I It's a fish of a lifetime. That's all I mean, good. it's a life-changing yeah. fish. No, for sure. And just 100%. like the the – folks that never fish tournaments in one year is i mean exactly and this is what we're getting at too like you talking about all the art saps and the skip danas and you know it could be your day yep right just you gotta just got to be out there I'm giving you guys hope for the just, challenge you just gotta grind grind it that's every it. day and go out and do a good job yeah. just you get the right pitch you gotta hit the ball that's a nice yeah that's a nice look yeah, yeah. unbelievable i i couldn't believe it when i yeah. saw that thing on the surface and the way uh, fishing's been treating me recently, mm-hmm. it has been great. I mean, I jump a tarpon, like one tarpon a night, and right. I look at that, and I'm like, uh, it's yeah, not that well. great. And then she comes down and catches the biggest snook I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how old are you now? I'm 23. 23. Man, to be 23. You've got you a lot of fishing ahead of you. I wouldn't worry about fishing not being good to you right now. <laughs> hey, you got a whole lifetime of fishing to be good we, to you. I, I never forget, forget we were down in the Keys at Ziggy Mad Doggy, my favorite restaurant in the entire country. I don't know why. I just I love it. And I remember we were down there like four years ago, and I'm like, yep. you know, you going to have a glass of wine? You want a beer? And he's like, no, nah, I'm not 21. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? I forgot that. <laughs> and now here we are. So, oh, man. <laughs> Time so, flies when you're having to fun. To be 23. I know. I have a 23-year-old son, and well, you'll be 24 soon, I guess. June. And because uh, Joey's like a year you know, older than him, and I tell him, you know, all the stuff I'm telling you, 
Uh-huh. It's not because I don't want you to have a good time. I want you to screw up plenty, you know, and fall right. on your face a little bit. But the one, the things I am telling you, just don't do those. I've already right. done those. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, to, to be. Yeah, clear. there's, I mean, listen, there's, there's only a few, few things at that age that I would really give advice on. Basically, it's like, you know, ones, you know, don't accidentally happen, something happened with a girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Try yeah, not yeah. to. You know what I mean? But, it's okay if that happens. Just go fishing instead. All yeah, just go fishing yeah, instead. Go fish. you know, have her scream your name that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, don't mess up your credit, and yep. that can always be repaired. And yeah. you, know, you know, don't ever drink and drive because that can really affect you know not Big only time. you and a lot of people. You know, just it's, it's really you know other than that, it's your journey to have. So yeah, one yeah. thing like about me personally is I'm I'm not much in the party environment. It's good. I'd rather just keep my head down, work, get the job done. I mean. One thing I believe in is do what you truly love because you'll reflect the best. I mean, I you can see it on the boat right now. You can go down there and not see a single water spot on it. I love what I do, and yeah, that's good. I will work till midnight if I have to to get it done. I mean, it is it's just something that it's a passion. Yeah, and that's awesome. Just I associate yourself with good people. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, and I know you are right, right here. It's unbelievable. This is a good group to be associated with. We always feel with. like like we're giving like life lessons. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, son. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and Kenny's wife came in this weekend, and same time that Raleigh came in, and right. I'm like, hey, we're all going to go to dinner. And he's like, yeah, we got this place in Jupiter we're going to go to. I'm like, yeah. He's going to be the old guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, all good. No, but. Uh, yeah, just associate yourself with good people. That, that's always a, a downfall of young guys, too, is, like, right. if you get caught up with the wrong crowd, and <laughs> yeah, that can definitely influence, you know, it definitely a direction wrecks. in your life that, yeah. that can you can go down a rabbit hole with that one. Right. You can sure. be the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. How you doing over there, Phil? I'm doing great. Living yeah. the dream, I'm looks like. Living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's, cool. He's ready to go. Cool. Um, any other shout outs you want to give to anybody here before we wrap this up? I mean, we work with a lot of, you know, a lot of different people and, you know, like mostly specific to down here. I know we talked about them, but I mean, you know, like the sea keeper guys are great mm-hmm. and you know, what an amazing piece of equipment, you know, to see that they got that new sea keeper one that came out. That was pretty cool. I was down here just to talk about the sea keeper thing for a second. I was here with, um, my father-in-law is a boat dealer up in New Jersey. He's a scout dealer and, um, you know, sea chaser and stuff. And he wanted to talk to the seakeeper guys, so we got to see some of the new. And I was amazed at how they're not that big. The size of a life raft. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, and, that was cool. The guy gave us the whole nickel tour on it, and it was, right. it was, it was, it was cool to I, see. I tell people, because I'll always turn it off Like when we get people on. We we fished two weeks ago, I guess. We took we, we reached out to Everglades, you know, just like, and, and did this sort of unsolicited and just said, hey, you guys have done so many things for us. You know, we want to we want to get you guys out on the water. And I said, you know, we'd like to take ten of you out fishing. You mm-hmm. know, five and five one day and five the next, and take you to dinner and just thank you for everything. You know, they're supporters of the gala, supporters of the raffle, so everything we do they support. So we took them out and and you know it's funny because I always talk about how you know, they build the boats but they never get to use them. Mm-hmm. You know, so they really don't see how they fish and and. um as they're doing some designs for some new models and new boats, they got a lot out of being on the boat and watching it fish. But I'd get out there and, you know, I'd tap the sea keeper and shut it off. And mm-hmm. a couple of them would, would figure it out. But then the other ones, it took a while until it started really rocking and rolling. And then they would yeah. figure it out. But I always try and do that with people. And that was pretty cool because we had, 
we had 10 of them on there. We caught nine of them sailfish. Right. Nine out of 10 caught oh, that's, sailfish. That's, that's, yeah. that's good. That's awesome. It's and, a good conversion and, rate there. And, yeah. yeah, it's like we need that for a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy who didn't catch one, he lost a tight line twice. He had opportunity. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Slight line slack, but yeah. 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 It happens. You don't do it every day, you know. Tight lines. But to tight. them, to them, they were like, oh, "You guys are like the best." I'm like, it's not always this. Yeah. We just got lucky. <laughs> yes, we are. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you know, and and we've done a lot with Release Marine, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I know the um, you know a bunch of different people that, that work with us and so forth. But you know, those are some some of the bigger ones. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard because you don't ever want to miss anybody. Yeah, you know, it's, that's you, true. It probably wasn't a fair question to ask, yeah, but I just want to make sure that you know, because this is very much a program where you know, like I said, connected by water community kind of gets brings right. you know rallies together and supports a cause. So yeah, um, no, but you do have a lot of people associated. We have with a lot, the boat a lot of good people, and and I would say like probably around, way too many of the names. Yeah, like ar- around times. this around this tournament, I mean, really, Sundance and Big Dog are really mm-hmm. such big parts of it, and. You know they're local companies, yep. so definitely give a big shout out to, to to them. You know, stop by and check out the inventory at Sundance, and mm-hmm. you know, go buy a rig or a rod from Trey at, at Big Dog. Awesome, <laughs> very so, cool. So, but um, and yeah, it's going to be a great tournament. You know, you really appreciate you helping to promote it, mm-hmm. and you know we're we're looking forward to it, and you know we're hoping we can find a way to get up over that fifty boat mark, and you know. Hopefully, hopefully we have a couple other boats. You know, another another challenge if anybody's watching this to throw it out there. You know, it's you know tournament fishing is a lot of fun, but if anybody thinks they might have an an idea that they might want to take you know one or two kids out and just fun fish that day, mm-hmm. and you know, and we always try and take you know obviously one parent with them, and and you know muscular dystrophy is such a a, a wide range of of um, diseases that are out there. You know, it's not like you're going to have to take somebody that's unable to get around. I mean, you have kids that can walk still. They may be real weak. You may have to hold the rod for them, you know, whatever it may be. But if if anybody listening out there, you know, just says, hey, you know, I don't have a crew together, but they want to participate somehow, you know, give us a call because maybe we can, you know, hook them up with a couple of kids with MD and they can just go right out of the inlet and just drop some lines over and let the kids have a good time Absolutely. put a smile right. on their face. Absolutely. So, and somebody, that, you know, that could, that goes a long way. Yeah. with them that's a, that's a lifetime experience for them might be like a half day for you yep you know what yep. i mean but that that's that's a lifetime for them yeah you know and it, it really really is right and that could be one of the i mean you don't know that could be like really like one of the greatest things that's ever happened to them right you know what i mean and, and so i just follow that out there if anybody listening yeah. you know just says hey you know we got tournaments three weeks before three weeks after that's a week we're doing a break yep you know hey you can still go out and fun fish for three or four hours and we could get a couple of kids together and put them on the boat with you and you know, yep. something else to do. That's no doubt it. about it. We want to give a shout out to our sponsor too. Once again, the Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Um, if you're in the market for a car or a truck, especially that beautiful Ram truck that we have now, that Rebel, um, go see my buddy Dean. He's the guy. He'll give you the best deal he can. You mention my name, mention the show. Um, they'll hook you up. They definitely will. Dean's a good guy. I spoke to him the other day. He called me to say, thank you for sending so many people my way. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I said, how are they doing? He said, well, they're walking out of here happy. So whatever that means, I said, all right, that's a good thing. Awesome. So go see Dean. Go say hi. Um, want to invite everyone to go to connectedbywater.com. Check out our new shop. Got a lot of cool things going on there. Um, you hope you guys make some purchases there and, you know, do some good by us. Um, and then that's about it. So 
want to thank everyone for coming on today. Thanks, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to try to catch some fish in a little bit, right? That's Let's right. That's right. All right. I'll see if I can teach us a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I can we- weasel my way out of the studio. He'll, if, be, co- he'll be coming back here. Man, I went fishing with these guys. They have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> you know, the running joke in the studio now is that because I got Jenny, the designer, and Jenny running production. I get Jenny and Jenny, two Jennies here. So so they make a joke now. They're going to rename the company Jenny, Jenny, and Associate. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see if they're going to let me go. So I'm going to say, well, I'm leaving for fishing. They're like, no, you owe us projects. So we'll see. Um, Phil, thanks for coming and Thank being so talkative over there. And you want to say anything? Any parting words? Good. You're good? All right. Seriously? Just hope to see everybody out at the, uh, the tournament. And uh, hopefully this year I can make it. <laughs> All right. There you go. All awesome. Right, cool. Awesome. Cool. Your ego is not your amigo. Right? Just always do your best and let God do the rest. Remember to buy all your vehicles at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge <laughs> Jeep Ram. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, do not ever forget that we are always connected by water. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I appreciate your time today. Great. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Dennis. Thank you. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.